Vegetarian Zen, episode numero cuatro. I'm sorry, my Spanish is a little rusty, but I think you said four. <laughs> Welcome to Vegetarian Zen, a peaceful place for vegetarians, vegans, and the veg curious to share tips for living a healthy lifestyle. Now sit back, relax, and prepare to get your veg on. Hey there, Veg Zeners. Welcome back to Vegetarian Zen. My name is Vicki. I'm Larissa. And we are so glad to have you back. First, we wanted to say this is June when we're recording this. We are going to be launching our podcast so far on Target uh, June 30th. Woo-hoo. Sunday, June 30th, we'll be launching to iTunes. Um, since this is the beginning of June, actually, we're recording this on June 2nd. Something 2nd. like that. Yes, it's June 2nd. Um, we wanted to say for all of our gay and lesbian followers and family happy pride month happy pride we will be going to check out the pride parade at the end of the month but it'll have already occurred um, by the time we launched itunes so just wanted to get that out there we also wanted to talk a little bit about this is such a learning process for us and we are having such a good time with this um when we recorded our last podcast you may have noticed a light static in the background during certain parts of the podcast and we were scratching our heads trying to figure out what it was because the first couple of podcasts quality wise came out pretty good yeah we didn't notice it until we were in the car headed to the gym and we were listening to it and we we're like oh crud what is that yeah and so of course i was coming from the purely technical standpoint and then larissa said do you think it was something in the environment and i thought about it and it occurred to me that for our first, I think our first podcast, we had closed, no, we had turned off the air conditioner because we were so super paranoid about all external uh, sounds. And then the second one, I had the air, con- we had the air conditioner on, but I had the vent closed up here where we're recording in our um, entertainment room. And then for the third podcast, I forgot to close the vent or even to turn off the air conditioner. So um, that's what we determined it was. And you can hear, you can tell it'll kick on and then it'll go off. So... So, um, and we decided not to re-record it. Um, we thought about it, but I think that... We thought it would be an endearing lesson to have ca- captured. There you go. <laughs> we're not robots, we're human. Well, and it wasn't, it didn't take away too much from, no. you know, we were going through it. We're very picky about the quality of content and um, information that we're putting out there. So we're super sensitive about that. But hopefully you will forgive us and we promise to get better as we go along. Okay, so this episode, we're going to switch up the format a bit. We are going to talk about how to select a juicer. So switch up the format as opposed to we're not dividing into two different segments like we did in the last two. Right. So you might recall we did the um, ha- healthy body, ha- how can I? <laughs> healthy body, happy mind. No, happy body, healthy mind. I'm going to put this on an I index know. card. I need to get a and tattoo. I'm just going to put it on an index <laughs> card and... and and tape you it to my forehead. the words to me. That would have, you, you, you gave me nothing. Sorry. <laughs> you just sat there and stared at me. No, I think the index card on the forehead is, is next time. <laughs> okay, so the happy body, healthy mind. We're going to switch up that format and we're going to just talk about juicers because as we started to put together the outline, it starts to get to be a lot of information and we wanted to make sure that we gave you as much information when selecting your juicer because I spent probably a good week researching. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So hopefully we'll condense that 
that into a short podcast for you. So if you're considering buying a juicer, we can help you out with that. Um, right. And you'll be benefiting. She's got a, an, the spreadsheet that uh, that she did that's got all the, the brands that she looked up and, and all the qualities that she kind of rated them on and everything. So so it's a really good, it's really valuable information. All right. So before we get into our topic for today, I wanted to go over what we mentioned last in the last podcast, which is that we were planning on attending the our first San Antonio Vegetarian Society meeting. And we did that last week and we joined. It was $35 for both of us for the year, which is like super reasonable. Um, just a, a little bit about the group. They're a nonprofit organization formed in 89 and they meet the fir- fourth Tuesday of every month. And um, they meet at restaurants, and they also have potlucks at different people's houses, which I think is really awesome because it gives you a chance to kind of be more in an intimate setting and not have other diners around you and and talk, you know, talk more to people. Um, Each meeting has a speaker or a presenter, um, and the meeting that we attended, one of the members had just recently returned from Seattle where she did a face reading workshop. And so she told us about face reading and how to read, you know, um, different features on your face and what it says about your personality. And then she did a couple of mini readings. And uh, uh, before we move on, just one quick shout out to the group's president. Uh, her name is Kaz Sefton. Yay, Kaz! And she's she's a really, really, really fun, bubbly... Spunky. Spunky, very spunky. She's a redheaded Brit. <laughs> and she, uh, in addition to being the president of the SAVS, she also works with the Wildlife Rescue and Rehabilitation, which is located in Bernie, Texas, which is just outside San Antonio. And what she does with them, um, she she told us, and and I couldn't agree more. I I don't know that I could work with all the animals that are injured and in pain and and everything. And she said she can't either. So what she does is she's the manager of a uh, resale shop in Bernie called the Squirrel's Nest, and their proceeds go to support the wildlife rescue and rehabilitation. So big shout out to Kaz! Yay, Kaz! All right, so let's go ahead and get into our main topic for today, which is juicers and how to pick one. Before we get into the juicers and then ultimately to dis- uh, discussing the one we picked that we've had since April, I mm-hmm. believe. April. Um, we're going to talk a little bit about juicing versus blending because it's a common question that I get from people, um, primarily because they see those infomercials or as seen on TV uh, commercials for like Nutribullet and... All those fancy schmancy juicers and such, and they uh, and they're called quote, they're called juicers. juicers, and they they refer to them as juicers, but um, they're really not juicers, like not the Nutribullet. What those really are are blenders, and the biggest difference between blending and juicing is that with juicing, all of the pulp and fiber are extracted from the fruits and vegetables. With blending, which is the Nutribullet, it keeps all of that fiber in there. And what's that? I was going to say the Nutribullet, the Vitamix, um, you know, any blender type. Right, like right. That. The juicers will extract the pulp and the juice separately. Mm-hmm. The blenders keep them together. A high quality juicer, you can tell those because they will typically leave a dry pulp, meaning that it's squeezed as much of the nutrients out of the fiber as possible. So it gives you a much more nutritious drink. Yeah, as much of the juice out. 
which contains all the nutrients. Right. 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 And the the nutrients are more concentrated when they're in the liquid form. Right. So you're yeah, like like Vicky said, you're getting more kind of more bang for your buck. Right. So the next question I typically get is, well, why would I want to take out the fiber? Don't I want the fiber in there? Yes, fiber is good for you. In fact, most people don't get enough fiber in their diet, but there is a difference. So again, if you are blending and you are consuming the fiber, a lot of the nutrients get trapped in the fiber. So they will pass through you without being digested. When you're simply drinking juice, high quality juice, you're getting the most out of the fruits and vegetables in a concentrated fashion. I always think of those as like the difference between coffee and espresso. Mm -hmm. So like think of juicing as espresso. Mm -hmm. It's like the, as concentrated caffeine. Right, right. Well, and here's the thing. This is why you don't want to get all of your uh, fruits and vegetables intake from juicing. Because if you do, you're not getting the benefit of the fiber um, in the vegetables, you know, in the skin of apples or the skin of, you know, other fruits. And so you want to have juice as well as eat whole fruits and vegetables. And vice versa. You don't want to just blend because you're not getting as much of the nutrition mm-hmm. out of the fruits and vegetables. Right. So which to choose? Choose both. Yep. Uh, we alternate between both. Um, I typically try to juice every day. I don't always do so, but if not, I will have a smoothie or something in our Vitamix blender, which is going to be in our next podcast, actually. We're going to talk about blenders. I didn't do as much research on blenders. I think we pretty much already knew the one we wanted to get. um, Right. Just because I heard really good reviews out of it, but we're still... We're still going to share some of the basics with you, right? And we'll we'll do some some research, a little research on comparing, you know, the one that we have with some of the other ones out there, right? All right, so let's move into juicers one hundred and one. We'll start with the basics of juicers, and we're going to talk about the two basic types. I think there's actually four that I researched a total, but the two basic types are centrifugal and masticating. Centrifugal juicers have a large metal blade in the center of the machine that spits, spins at a very high rate of speed. And it's very, very sharp. Very sharp blade. In fact, our old juicer was a Hamilton Beach centrifugal blender. And it had, I'm sorry, juicer. And it had a very, very sharp blade. And I I found out when I was looking for the copy of the user's manual online that that particular brand had been recalled several years ago. <laughs> anyway, so you want to be really careful with those because it's a very sharp blade. But they're very popular because they tend to be cheaper. But quite honestly, it didn't work as well as the juicer we have now, which I'm, we're going to talk about in a little bit. But what it really didn't work at so well was chopping up the uh, or juicing the leafy greens. So like kale and spinach, I would find like whole leaves in the juice. Right. And and the reason I think that it, it didn't is because it didn't crush them. It it would just um, chop them up. And a lot of the smaller, the, like the, the thinner pieces, like, like leaves, would just pass through that without getting, without getting um, finely ground up. Right. And these types of juicers tend to be loud. So it sounds like a loud vacuum cleaner it's, it or did, something. It did. It sounded like a so vacuum it's cleaner. It's not good if you're going to make a drink early in the morning and your whole house <laughs> and is asleep. And other people are asleep, right? yeah. Um, the other thing is is that because it has to 
spin and chop at such a high rate of speed. I say chop, but it's it is juicing. It's extracting the pulp, but because it it does this um, by spinning so quickly at such a high rate of speed, it heats up the drink. And I didn't realize what that meant. No, um, I didn't and either. it doesn't make it like steaming hot. It just heats it up at a, uh, a little bit more than a masticating juicer yeah, would. Yeah, you can't tell that it's that it's heated, but the the juice can tell. Exactly. And what Larissa means by that is that when the juice is heated, even if it's just a little bit, the enzymes and the nutrients can have trouble surviving. So again, it makes for a less nutritious drink. Right. And I think that that kind of hinders preservation as well it doesn't last as long so if you if you make a juice and you don't drink it right away if you put it in the refrigerator i think if it's heated first like that it doesn't it doesn't stay that's exactly right you have to pretty much drink it right after you you make it okay so let's move into the masticating juicers and that is the type of juicer that we have currently um it is a masticating juicer uses a single auger which is an auger is a big screw that rotates in the middle of the machine. And what this does is it compacts and crushes the produce into smaller sections before squeezing it out. And it has two chutes, one for the pulp and one for the uh, for the juice. The other one did too, though, right? The centrifugal? I'm trying to remember. Yeah, it had one side, like a front side and a back side, and it had two. Right. Um, yeah, but the, the auger is, is really kind of cool. If it you is. can, you can kind of see it in there. It's inside the the juicing basket itself, but you can kind of see it, and it just it rotates very slowly, and it's like you can see stuff going down the the fruits and vegetables going down in there and just getting crushed. Right. And it's it makes it satisfying when you put something like celery or carrots or something. You could put them in their hole, but it makes it just satisfying squeak. <laughs> you can just tell that it's just crushing all that juice out of there yeah what's cool is that because you're you're putting down like if you put a celery stalk in there it'll like grab it and like pull it down Uh whereas the centrifugal used to pop them back out at us yeah grapes especially (laughs) grapes you'd try to put grapes down in there and you'd get grapes flying up in your face right so the biggest thing with the masticating juicer that we really liked right away is that it it seemed to um, juice leafy greens much better. Mm-hmm. I don't know that I've ever gotten a significant piece of kale or spinach come no, up in the drink no. that I've made. Yeah, the only thing is that uh, put the leafy greens in first so that the other fruits and vegetables will push them through. Yeah, you, there is an order to that, and mm-hmm. if you you, um, you your juicer if you when you purchase if you purchase one will probably come with some sort of best practices for how to make those right. uh drinks ours even, ours even had a video ours had a video which i don't know that i watched did you mm. watch it no <laughs> Shh. Shh. yeah we watched the video it was awesome <laughs> <laughs> well in fairness though i did see a lot of demos before i purchased we purchased right, ours, so i did see a lot of online, online. Yeah. uh demos but um anyways so the pulp that comes out of the masticating, though, is m- so much drier than the one that came out of our Hamilton Beach. And what that means is that it is really squeezing. I always tell people, it's like, imagine taking a wet sponge and putting like a rolling pin over it. That's mm-hmm. exactly what it does. It just, And it's extracting all of the liquid out. And it is like you, you cup that pulp in your hand and you... 
you dump it and it doesn't even stick to you. Well, That's how dry it is. It's so funny. The um, the shoot that it comes out of is kind of a, it's like a rectangular shape. And when that pulp comes out of there, it actually is compacted so much that it retains that rectangular shape. Right. So it's like these big, it's like Play-Doh. When you used to have right. Play-Doh and you'd squeeze it through that, that, uh, that little pump thing that you had and it would it would come out in this long tube well that's what this pulp is like and with our old juicer that was just it was a wet mushy sludgy type of stuff that you know you dump it in the sink and it just goes splat and i mean that's just saying how much juice was left in there as opposed to this one which i mean is dry right and so masticating juices tend to be pricier but again just to what Larissa was saying, the wet pulp means that there's more nutrients and um, or more nutrients left in the, the dry pulp. No, well, what I was going to say is the wet pulp means oh. that there's more trapped in there. So you're actually, if you think about it, when you're buying fruits and vegetables, you're wasting a lot of it with a centrifugal juicer right. because you're not getting all of the value out of that. That's right. So, That's a really good point. Yeah. So I, I really looked at it as, yeah, these these masticating juices are a little pricier, but in the long run, you'll get your money back because you're getting more out of right. out of your produce. Well, and you know, at this point, we've had ours for six weeks, and I think that it's more than paid for itself. And then the other thing with the masticating juicers, it doesn't heat up the juice because it rotates so slowly. It They, they rotate very slowly, so the, the juice doesn't get heated up. Yeah, and that's a good point because one of the things that, and some of the reviews I read about when I was comparing the masticating versus the centrifugal, is that it was slower, and so I thought, oh gosh, is it going to take like half an hour to make a eight-ounce glass of juice? And it really doesn't. It doesn't, and I actually prefer having it slower because... It it feels like I feel like I'm more in control. So if there is a, a clog or something or if something gets stuck, you know, because occasionally if you put a carrot that you forget to cut it in half and you it's really, you know, big and you put it down there, it'll get stuck. And there is a reverse switch on it but i feel like i'm not like oh my god i gotta you know stop it or it's gonna explode or something i i it's it just goes so slowly yeah so and i feel like process I have more is kind control. of fun isn't it it is it's, like it's really, really cool, cool to cut up stuff and like put it there and then watch it it's like it's like a kid you know like know. when you're when you were a kid and you and you uh what's what's something you did when you were a kid that, play-doh that was a good analogy because yeah, yeah, it was kind of like running play-doh through yeah those the barbershop thing remember that one yeah <laughs> God, we're old. Okay, so anyways, um, let's talk about some of the brands I researched, and then we're going to talk a little bit about the one that we settled on. The primary brands that I investigated were Omega, Green Star, Kuvrings. I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right. It's, it's K-U-V-R-I-N-G-S. It's K-U-V-I-N-G-S. I think it's Covings. Oh, Covings. Oh, Covings. Yeah. Covings. Um, and then Omega. Those were, or I already said Omega, didn't I? Breville is the one you missed. Oh, Breville. Okay. So, uh, and Breville is the one, if you've seen the documentary Fat, Sick, and Nearly Dead, that is the one that he used, that he recommended. So I, and, I looked at that And if you haven't first. seen it, then uh, look on our website and we've got a link. And we'll link to it in the show notes for this episode as well. So I, I looked at the top brands on Amazon and... All of the ones I looked at were masticating, so the price range were pretty much in the 300s, and they were pretty comparable, and the ratings were pretty comparable. 
I also went into YouTube and looked at some demos to see how easy they were to use. And I found some demos, not from the companies themselves, because of course they're not going to tell you the downside of their juicers. I found some from people that were just doing their own reviews of them and, and showing how they used it. So I found that very beneficial. The one we finally settled on was the Omega VRT 350S. And the price on that was $379. And we purchased it in April from Amazon. And yep. we're just going to talk a little bit about that. Yeah, the reason, of course, that we purchased it was was for our health. And, you know, we had, after we saw Fat Sick and Nearly Dead, um, you know, really kind of turned us on to the benefits of juicing. And, and I really have to say for myself, I just didn't, I, I'm a very, when it comes to food and and tastes and in eating things, I've always and textures. been. textures. You're texture. big on textures. Yes, I am so big on texture um, and smells. If, if, if I don't like the smell, I can't eat it. And when we were still eating meat, that's I think that's probably why I couldn't eat fish. Because it just smelled so horrible to me. And um, But so the same thing I thought kind of with the juice, the juice. With green juices, just the sight of it, just before it I honestly and just I made, made my first me green nauseous. juice, she was like, no. And no, I even tried I, putting it in a wine glass so it looked nice. <laughs> I know. She wouldn't touch it. Well, I don't drink wine, first of all, but... Well, I know, but it looked pretty <laughs> no, in the glass. No. <laughs> but, I mean, I, I first thought, you know what, I just can't. I can't. It's just going to make me sick. And But now I drink green juice. And uh, anyway, I, I kind of got off topic there. But So what I did, um, I, I did a review after we had the juicer for a little bit and this is going to actually go on a blog post as well so this will be there'll be a kind of formal more formal review on our our website um and the way i did this is i i kind of sat down and i just interviewed myself so i asked myself some questions and i answered so anyway uh the first things that i i kind of thought about were the packaging Overall, it was very well packaged. Um, it was easy to take out of the box. No, you know, nothing was stuck. Nothing was in weird cases or anything. Um, putting putting it together was really easy. The instructions in the book were really easy and clear. Uh, the parts were well labeled. It was um, easy to tell what went where. And when I actually did put it together, uh, Nothing was too tight or too loose. It wasn't hard to to get anything to fit where it was supposed to fit. The the only thing there was a little bit of a trick to getting the auger in, but that was a quick fix and haven't had a problem since. So so good. Except when you forget to put the auger. In. Oh, all right. <laughs> she's done that to me a couple of times because we have a deal that if you use the juicer, you have to clean it. Yep. And and typically once it dries, we'll put it together. And I went to use it a couple of times. I'm like, what the heck is going on? And it's like, uh, yeah, it was missing the auger. So sorry. So sorry. it works pretty well when you get it in. When there. But yeah, really, when it's all when, when it's put together, it feels very sturdy. It yes. is heavy, which was surprising because it doesn't it doesn't look that heavy. Right, and one of the things that we liked about this one, it was one of the things that influenced our decision to, to buy this one, was that it does have a small footprint. So it sits, we don't have a lot of counter space. And some of the other ones that, that Vicki had looked at, uh, they, they were huge. Yeah. I mean, it would have taken up one of our smaller counter areas, right. really. And this one doesn't. It fits nicely. And... Uh, then as far as as far as being easy to use, yeah, it's really easy to use. I mean, it's it's once you get it put together, 
you it's very straightforward and the documentation that comes with it it comes with a recipe book which i thought was really cool um with and taking apart is easy too yes taking apart is easy at first there's a little bit of that the main part that you have to turn cl- counterclockwise and right. a lot of times your hands are wet because you've been touching vegetables and fruits and such and so right. it can be a little tricky but overall it's very easy to disassemble as well mm-hmm. yep then when it comes to cleaning it the the old one that we had was a nightmare to clean. It really was. Because and it that makes that you not blade. want to make anything. Exactly. And because it had that super sharp blade and you had, you know, stuff got stuck in there and you had to clean it. But this one is a breeze. It is so nice. I mean, you just you basically just rinse out the baskets, you know, with with some soap and don't put it in the dishwasher. It's not dishwasher safe. Not this particular brand. No. I think there are some that are. But, there may be, um, but I mean, yeah, for that, no. that's that's a non-issue. No, for it us. takes like five minutes to clean. Yeah, and um, it does come with a brush. Um, it looks like a big toothbrush, and to to scrub the uh, the basket that has the filters and. But yeah, there really aren't a lot of small spaces that you can't get to. Um, everything comes out easily. And it the auger is really, really heavy-duty plastic with a metal core, so there's not... And it's very smooth, so there are not a lot of places for things to get trapped, which I really like. Um, so moving on to the quality and the quantity of the juice, which, of course, is the most important thing. Compared to our old juicer, I would say... And tell me if you think this is about right. Um, I would say that this juicer, the new one, the Omega probably produces at least a third more oh yeah than the old one yeah i was really surprised mm-hmm. that um, it was that much yeah you know yeah really and uh again that goes back to as we said i mean the pulp when it comes out of this thing it's just squeezed dry and the taste you can tell the taste is a lot is a lot better too yes yes the thing i did have to get used to though was that room temperature because usually i like um my drinks a little chilled mm-hmm. and so sometimes i will chill it mm-hmm. but if you really want the full benefit, like, so the longer it's like flowers, I guess, right? The longer it's mm-hmm. sitting there, the more it begins to die. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah. So if the, uh, the best thing to do is to drink it immediately. Um, but with really, the cool thing is, is that the better the juicer, the longer the juice lasts. Mm-hmm. And Larissa just read something recently about how to store it. And so ours, because it is one of the top machines out there, we can save it up to what about seventy two hours? They say but really, twenty four is pushing it. I would say yeah. you probably don't want to do it too much. Maybe somewhere between twenty four and seventy two hours is okay. But you can tell the difference in the taste as right. uh, when you just drink it versus when it's been sitting there right. a day. Even like with my old, with our old juicer, when I would have it just there for a few hours at work, it got nasty, gross. Right. Yeah, but yeah, as far as the um, room temperature, I don't mind it room temperature. Especially even some like some citrus, if it has citrus in it, I don't mind at room temperature. But what I'll do sometimes is just chunk a couple of ice cubes in there. And I drink it so fast that it doesn't have a chance to water it down anyway. Um, and then the other thing that you had started to mention about storing it is when we first got the juicer, I was storing it just in the, uh, the receptacle that it comes in in the refrigerator. If I had leftover, I would just stick that whole thing in the refrigerator, not cover it or anything. And then I read an article that said, no, 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 no. Um, the best way to store juice when you're not going to drink it right away is in a glass jar with a lid. So I have, we actually have jelly jars from the farmer's market. And so I use those. And I just, if we have some left over, I just pour it in there, screw the lid on, and then, you know, save it until we want it later. 
So let's just summarize then the main points when you, if you're looking to buy a juicer, some of the things you want to think about. Obviously, there's cost, and that doesn't necessarily mean that the more expensive ones, you want to be really careful because there probably are some more expensive ones that aren't very good. You just want to be aware, though, that the cheaper brands probably are not that good. So anything like a $50 juicer is probably not going to be that good. No. Um, and then, then going back to the Nutribullet thing, I, I read the, some reviews on it. Um, they were okay. I think they were kind of mixed. But remember, it's not a juicer. It's a blender. And right. so you're not getting the same nutritional value that you would from a juicer. So if you're looking for a juicer, don't buy a Nutribullet. Right, exactly. And that we're not we're not saying that Nutribullet is a horrible brand or anything because we've never used one. Yeah, in we're fact, saying- I would tell Nutribullet I might buy one just so that way I could do a review on it to see mm-hmm. how it works. And plus, I wanted something small to take with me to work so I could um, perhaps fix something there. But we'll see. I don't know if I'm there yet. Right. But anyway, the, the point uh, is when when you're buying anything, and this is the, this goes for anything, review, review, review. Read reviews. Yeah, and when you read the reviews, what you want to look for are ease of use. And as I mentioned, go out to YouTube to see if there are any demos out there. There are quite a few on particularly the larger brands. So go out there and check that out. How much space does it take up? That's one that most people don't consider. There was one that I checked out that, as Larissa mentioned, was just humongous. So that would not have worked for us. The other thing is cleaning time. You will hear people say, oh, this was so hard to clean or it was an ease, it was a breeze to clean. Mm-hmm. So, so uh, time and, and ease or difficulty right. of cleaning. And then the other thing you want to check is warranty. A lot of these uh, ones that I had investigated had 10 to 12 year warranties, which I think is awesome because if a company is willing to stand behind their machine for 10 to 12 years, I think that's pretty cool. So yeah. um, the one we bought actually had 10. I think there was a couple that I looked at that I had a 12-year warranty. Mm-hmm. We do have a link on our site, on our uh, homepage, on our website that... And it'll be in the show notes as well. Right, that has a link to the juicer and the blender that we use. In full disclosure, these are affiliate links. Well, not affiliate links. They are We're Amazon affiliates. Right. And we put those links out there because... Um, we, those are products that we use, and we so we stand behind those. Uh, if you click on that and you order it through Amazon, through our link, we do get a commission. There's no extra charge to you, but we just wanted to be fully um, open about the fact that w- those are affiliate links for us and that we would appreciate if you found value in this podcast and you do decide to get that brand if you win if you would go through our link right so that all you have to do is just click on the link you know on our site and purchase it through that link and but and it takes you straight to the regular amazon site right nothing special right it just has a little code that has our our amazon on it okay so i think that will wrap up episode number four we are so much closer to launching our podcast we're totally excited we're building up some buzz on our facebook page continuing to put out content on our website and we are ready to go yeah and i think we're getting the hang of this podcasting thing now and finally especially because we we uh learned about the air conditioner and how powerful it is <laughs> yeah <laughs> unfortunately i don't think we'll ever be able to do anything about the cats but um i have a feeling that most of our listeners are animal lovers anyway right it gives you the effect of actually sitting in our living room with us having exactly so yes all right until episode five we appreciate you listening thanks 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 thanks
Hey Veg Centers, thanks so much for joining us today. Please be sure to visit our website at www.vegetarianzen.com. You can also find us on Facebook at Facebook forward slash Vegetarian Zen or on Twitter at Vegetarian Zen. Until next time, wishing you a happy body and a healthy mind. <laughs>